Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 1085, air date July 18th, 2022. All right, everyone. Uh, good evening. Sorry for the delay. This is Dr. Shiva Yadure. Hope everyone's doing well. We're going to wait for people to join. It is uh, 10.07 p.m. on Monday. So we're going to be having a conversation today. Let me bring up the, the slide here. We're going to be having a conversation on what's going on in Ukraine and uh, what this means to all of us. And it's based on a recent analysis that I've just completed based on a bunch of data that we received. So let me bring this uh, slide set up and then we can start. One second here. And we go here. All right. All right, so here we go. So the conversation that we're gonna have today is entitled uh, Breaking uh, uh, news. Basically, it's going to be about the U.S. oligarchs cornering Russia and risking a nuclear world war. Notice I just don't say World War III. I'm talking about a nuclear World War III. And you may have heard of this, but I want to uh, let people know this is no hyperbole anymore because the reality is that this is becoming something very real given um, what's been happening with the U.S. conduct, particularly over the last week. And the important thing to understand is that the when I say the United States, I should probably mean the United States oligarchs. And as I say in this slide, um, the United States oligarchs cornering Russia, risking a nuclear World War III. And I say the U.S. oligarchs um, is because everyone's thinking this is NATO, right? But let's be clear, um, the U.S. is basically NATO. So anyone has any illusions about that, you're kidding yourselves. But the United States is NATO. And couple of prefatory remarks that I want to make is over the last probably 10, 15 years, many of the other countries that are part of NATO, France and Germany, have been really advising the United States to chill out and not push Russia and recognizing that the United States, since George Bush, George W. Bush, has been violating some of the basic agreements that were agreed to. So let me just give you a little bit of background before I jump into everything tonight is that if you go back to 1991, if you go back to 1991, um, just wanna make sure people remember what 1991 was, why that's an important date. 1991 was the occasion when, 1991 was the occasion when the Soviet Union fell and Gorbachev and the United States uh, after the fall essentially had an agreement. And the agreement was that the United States and NATO would not move east of Germany. Let me repeat that again. The agreement was, was that the United States would not move east of Germany. In fact, George Herbert Walker Bush, the senior Bush, said that the United States would not move one inch east of Germany. All right, and when I show you the maps, this will make sense. Well, the reality has been since 1991, the United States has broken every agreement that it made. And when this was brought up, uh, the response from the United States oligarchs. And I want to use the word oligarchs because it seems like it's only used for Russians, which I think would be racist. So I think we should call the American uh, elites also oligarchs. So the U.S. oligarchs um, pushed Russia uh, and pushed them and pushed them and pushed them, as you'll see it, to where we are in today. And the goal right now is to make Ukraine the, the battleground where the goal is to completely weaken Russia. And these are not my words. You'll see it. This is coming right out of the United States uh, uh, Defense Department, the Secretary of the U.S. Defense Department. It's a strategy that came out most recently out of the Madrid conference, which just took place January 28th to 30th. Yeah, someone said racist. Yeah, well, the reason I call it racist is because it seems like the word oligarchs is always used uh, most of the time by the U.S. media with relation to Russia. And that's fine, but I think we should call 
Uh, Jeff Bezos, an oligarch, Bill Gates, an oligarch. I think we should call all these guys oligarchs. But anyway, that's a minor point. So let's just jump right into this. And, um, uh, and let me go to my slide set here. So as many of you know, the approach, as you can see, that we have here is we take a systems approach. We do not take a left-wing approach. We do not take a right-wing approach. Everything we do at, uh, in our movement for truth, freedom, and health is a systems approach. And those of you who are interested, go to vashiva.com to find out more. And you know that what we always intersect is these three principles. Uh, the principles of freedom, which is the ability for people to have open discourse and discussion. And we're noticing right now, a lot of this discussion and discourse is gone because the analysis I'm gonna share with you, which is right in front of everyone, um, is not even being discussed in the mainstream media. What you see in the mainstream media is a complete distraction of the American public. It's Roe versus Wade, the mass shooting over New Mexico, and then January 6th. These are the three very, very domestic issues that are discussed in mainstream media. None of what I'm gonna share with you, which is right out in front of everyone's faces that's been going on, which is a major nuclear war threat in using Ukraine as a battleground or to start it is not even intersected in any way in the mainstream media. So uh, our movement's gonna have to do that. But one of the attacks on freedom here is that the freedom of the press to really discuss anything. And if you do discuss this, you're immediately labeled by uh, numbskull organizations like Wikipedia and others as a conspiracy theorist immediately. So it doesn't matter how many degrees I have at MIT, I'm considered a conspiracy theorist. Uh, Glenn Greenwald, who's a Pulitzer Prize winning a journalist is called a conspiracy theorist because he brings up issues with, uh, you know, uh, with the United States participation in Ukraine. So um, it's a very, very interesting time that we live in. But fundamentally, in our movement, we want to have this open discourse because out of open discourse, we get to truth. And when we get to truth and we have freedom, we can really find out what's right for our economic health, financial health, foreign policy health, physical health. So that's what our movement's about. And I encourage everyone to go to um, the foundations of systems um, and learn the systems approach. And before I dive into this as a part of inspiring everyone to really um, uh, explore a systems approach, I wanna play this video and we'll come right back. And this video aim is to inspire each of you to start recognizing the intersection of truth, freedom and health and why we need to take a systems approach. And then we're gonna do a deep dive shortly into this. Let me play this video. We have allowed our country to be taken over from within. And the end goal is you will have a homogenized world where we will become slaves because there is a condition among the elites that really thinks they're better than you deep down inside them that you don't deserve the freedoms you have. They don't. Okay. This reality is what people need to wake up to. And we need to all unite working people. There's only one movement that can do that. And that is the movement that we started creating here in Massachusetts, the movement for truth, freedom, and health. Look, I've been a student of politics since I was a four-year-old kid, studying revolutionary movements, left-wing, right-wing. There's a physics, there's a nuclear science to destroying the establishment. To build a bridge, you need to understand Newton's equation. You need to understand the laws of gravity. You need to understand Poisson's ratio. There is a way to build a revolution. And that's why I put this together. My goal is to train a army of truth, freedom, and health leaders we don't need followers like social media, we need leaders, but they, they need training because the educational system does not teach them history, nothing. So in three hours, that's what I've started doing. That's the solution. Wow. We gotta train people. First with understanding what a system is. The second is understanding the interconnection between truth, freedom, and health. Freedom is the ability to move freely, communicate freely, right? Talk freely. Without freedom, you cannot convert ideas, hypothesis into truth, which is science. And without freedom, you can't really get to truth. And without truth, you make up fake problems and fake solutions, which means you destroy our health. And without health, which is the infrastructure of us and our body, you can't fight for freedom. Third concept is it has to be bottoms up, working people, people who work uniting. And what the right wing has done is whenever you say working people unite, that must be communist. Meanwhile, they've let the Democrats run unions, which suppress workers, completely corrupt. But when you look at the arc of American history, it's been when working people came up. We need to go local. Every solution I'm coming up with as a part of this movement, we're giving the science, which is the truth, and then we tell people what they can do on the ground. Like with election fraud, 
You don't need to wait for some lawyer. Our goal is to train people, Dave, to go local, to go local, to go local, fight locally. Forget lawyers, forget politicians, forget celebrities. You've got to learn politics, and there is a science to it. They lock us down, we should be ready to shut them down. And the fourth part of this principle is a not-so-obvious establishment. So when you look at a system, there's always something that disturbs you from getting to your goal. Well, the biggest disturbance is a not-so-obvious establishment, which are those people who claim they're for you, on the left and the right, the Al Sharptons who tell black people I'm for you, the Tucker Carlsons. Do you think any true anti-establishment person will ever be on Fox or CNN? I don't think so. They both mislead working people back into the establishment. Without this solid understanding of political physics and theory, you're screwed. You're going to follow on the, the left wing, Bernie Sanders, oh, he said something, or Robert Kennedy, scumbags. Or you're going to follow, you know, some right wing talk show host. They're not going to lead us to liberation. It's us. And that political physics, it's a nuclear science of change. Bottoms up. We have to organize to understand that there is people who talk a good game and then look at what they actually do, left and right. I'm sorry, Sean Hannity may say some good things, but I don't see the urgency in his voice to get something done. And it can only come when you weaponize yourself with the right knowledge. You need to be able to identify a rat. You know, Christ didn't go after the Romans, right? It was the Pharisees and the Sadducees who screwed him up. His own quote unquote people. And that's where we're at. So these four concepts I've built into a curriculum. People can go to bashiva.com and it's an educational program. We need to train people in political theory. You need to have physics. And I've created that curriculum. People need to get educated. We need to get educated fast. And within a half an hour, an hour, I can teach people. Two years of MIT control systems, I teach people those concepts. Then I apply it, anyone can understand it. And then you say, oh, I gotta build a bottoms up movement. They have to get politically astute, and then they have to go locally and act, not sit there on social media. They have to act locally, defy locally, be, do civil obedience locally, but with knowledge on how to build a movement. Now, the Senate campaigns expanded to the movement for truth, freedom, and health, and they can find it on V as in Victor A. Shiva, vashiva.com, so people can sign in, they can get access to a bunch of videos. If they want to take a course and become a truth, freedom, and health leader, I offer a full scholarship there. But we want people to make a commitment that they'll study, that they'll get certified, that they'll go do activities on the ground. So go to VA Shiva, Victory America Shiva, VAShiva.com. All right, everyone. So I can't overemphasize at this point in history and why all of you for your own benefit, for your family's benefit, must start learning a systems approach to looking at the world. We have far too many people on the left and far too many people on the right, a bunch of people essentially becoming apathetic and a minor set, a very small set of people, which I talked about in the video called the four buckets becoming essentially domestic terrorists. So the establishment wants people on the left, people on the right, and you have literally families fighting brother against brother, you know, uh, father against daughter, when there's basically all based on ignorance. But the establishment wants to take every issue and make it left versus right. So 25% of the population is on the left, 25% of the population is on the right. And then the remaining 49.1% of the population or 49.9 is basically becoming apathetic, particularly in the United States, which is very, very dangerous because the American people have the largest economy, you know, $22 trillion GDP, and the American working class is probably the most powerful working class with its still First Amendment and Second Amendment. So those in power want to essentially make the American working class a bunch of basically make them degenerate, make them decadent, make them check out and fighting against each other and that. And they're doing a pretty good job of, about it. So the only way out of it is to take a systems approach. And a systems approach mean we take a rational approach to looking at the world from interconnected systems. So. I can't overemphasize if you haven't taken the course, don't do it for me, do it for yourself. Take the course and take the foundations of systems. The important thing is you not only are going to learn knowledge, but you're going to join a community of people all over the world who are intelligent, who come from all walks of life. Really talk about diversity. You'll find diverse people in our movement. We have, we've had about close to half a million people all over the world connect with us and people are in various stages of learning this knowledge. It's very easy to learn. You don't need an MIT degree. So I encourage 
all of you to do that. The other thing is, besides today's video, as many of you know, every Thursdays at 11 a.m. and 8 p.m., um, I do an orientation where you can directly interact with me. You should go to vashiva.com slash orientation and sign up. Bottom line is no one with the knowledge that we put together needs to get depressed. You don't need to say, well, no one's out there. No, there's a lot of people out there. And so you need to take advantage of this. So anyway, I, I had to give the, those prefatory comments. The key thing that we want to talk about when I go through exactly what's happening right now is on June 20th through June 30th, the NATO had a meeting in Madrid, Spain. And everything leading up to this meeting needs to be understood. So as I mentioned, you know, in 1991, when the Soviet Union was broken up, the agreement between the United States, NATO, U.S. equals NATO, let's be honest, and Gorbachev was that the United States and NATO would not move east of Germany, okay? This was an agreement that George Herbert Walker Bush told Gorbachev. Now, after that, Bush, Obama, including Trump um, and Clinton, have violated, have violated that agreement, and they've moved more and more to surround Russia, which is in violation of this basic uh, agreement that was made. All right, so this has been going on, ongoing. It's been going on for the last... 30 years. What's also important to understand is France and Germany um, have wanted to always have a good relationship with Russia and have made diplomatic overtures. And all of this has always been subverted by the United States oligarchs. And you can read about this. There's, it's been well written about. And so the message to Russia through this process is that you have no escape. We're going to essentially weaken you. And Ukraine is the is a penultimate uh, uh, exacerbation of this uh, relationship. So if you look here, um, and people may want to read this document, it just came out a couple of weeks ago, a week ago, called NATO's 2022 Strategic Concept. And this came out of the NATO meeting that was just held last week. Okay, it was held last week uh, in Madrid, Spain. Um, so it was had held in Madrid, Spain. And what did this document talk about? What this document talked about was all of NATO coming together and with the US pushing France and Germany, who basically want to avoid a serious war, telling them, no, we need to completely weaken Russia. And we're going to use the, European, the Ukraine theater to basically make it a slow war. And basically, the United States and NATO don't give a damn about the Ukrainian people. Let's get that clear. NATO and the, and, and the U.S. oligarchs don't give a damn about the Ukrainian people. The goal is to use Ukraine. Again, the goal is to use Ukraine to have this prolonged war, a prolonged war to weaken Russia. And this bet is based on the assumption that you will not push Russia to the corner to start a nuclear war. Now, think about what's been going on since 1991. The U.S. has been effectively pushing Russia more and more and more, surrounding it with more and more NATO countries in the Baltic states, violating the 1991 agreement. OK, the other thing that needs to be remembered, as I've talked about in previous videos, you can look it up in Ukraine. If you look at the country of Ukraine, the eastern part of it has uh, uh, Luvansk and Donetsk, these two regions, the people in that region ethnically Russians, um, also in part other parts of Russia, but particularly there were very, very upset with what took place in 2014. In 2014, as some of you may know, the United States essentially supported a coup in Ukraine. A rightfully elected prime minister president came into Ukraine and Obama uh, artfully put in a fascist. You can read about it, it's well written about so the United States essentially supported a coup and they put in the predecessor of Zelensky. And it is well-known fact that at least one quarter of the Ukrainian army is filled with essentially what, what, what are what in, in the people of Eastern Ukraine consider Nazis, the Azov Battalion. Now, why is this important? The people in Eastern Ukraine in those provinces are the ones just one generation, two generations ago, their parents are the ones who fought and bled 
And really, literally, uh, if, if you want to give credit are the ones who really won World War II, the Russian people lost 10 times the number of people fighting the Nazis in World War II. 10 times. And unfortunately, you don't learn about this. We don't learn about this in the American history books, okay? And those people in Eastern Ukraine, Russians, fought Nazis. So when the United States government essentially did a coup and put in place Nazi sympathizers and supported the army, which had the Azov Battalion, this really pissed off the two provinces in Ukraine. And they wanted their own, they wanted to secede, and a Minsk agreement was put in place, M-I-N-S-K, Minsk II, and Russia was willing to sign it. Russia has been very, very reticent. You want to talk about reserve, Putin has actually been very reserved. And the agreement basically said, we're going to take Ukraine, and these people on the eastern provinces, the two provinces, don't really feel part of Ukraine, but instead of having them secede, the compromise was they would become their own state. So imagine the United States, you had California, maybe the Californians don't like Texans, okay? Texas would have been its own state. California would have been its own state, but it would be a federated union. And that was on the table. In fact, Russia and Ukraine want to negotiate. However, NATO and the United States never pushed this and they wanted the success rate. This whole thing could have been nullified. And in fact, there were very senior policy people in 2021 saying, hey, you could have a nuclear war in this region. The Minsk agreement should be signed, okay? And I've talked about that in another video. Everyone may want to sign. I mean, may want to look up. So that's the background. So now we have uh, the the Ukraine situation take place because of the fact that NATO was, you know, quietly supporting Ukraine and some overtly, as we'll see. And through that process of people in the eastern province, there were attacks on them, and that's when you had the quote unquote you know, the Russian invasion of Ukraine, when the people in Donetsk and Levansk wanted Russia's help for many, many years. So that's the actual background. But the U.S. media, left and right, are presented it as though, you know, this brutal Russian regime has gone into Ukraine. But Ukraine is being used by NATO to weaken Russia. And if you don't believe me, let me read you what came out of the 2022 strategic concept. And this is what Lloyd Austin who is Lloyd Austin? Okay. He's a guy, Lloyd Austin was on the board of Raytheon. Okay. But now he's our defense secretary. Okay. So Lloyd Austin, the, the defense secretary of the United States was on the board of Raytheon. He had to recuse himself, but he is, so Raytheon, as many of you know, is a multi-billion dollar weapons manufacturer, but he is our defense secretary. And look what he said as part of the strategic concept to see Russia weaken to the degree that it can't do the kinds of things it has done in invading Ukraine. So the goal is to weaken Russia. And that policy means we're going to do everything to prolong this war in Russia. That's what the goal is. But this is right out of the U.S. Defense Secretary. The goal is to weaken Russia. All right. And let me also take it more interestingly. Uh, one of the senior most revered political scientist in the United States, Francis uh, Fukuyama said this. He said, there's no need to be concerned about nuclear war. Take my word for it, all right? So here's, you have the Defense Secretary of the United States telling the American people, or strategy-wise, um, reasserted at the uh, 2022, last week, or uh, sorry, uh, three weeks ago, Madrid conference, the goal is to weaken Russia, the goal is to weaken Russia. Okay. The other part of this strategy is the, the, the view that Russia is never going to use nukes. Okay. That's really far off. And this stupidity comes from supposedly one of the most revered U.S. political scientists. There's no need to be concerned about nuclear war. Take my word for it. So if you connect those two dots, which is part of the strategic concept, it is that we're just going to do a war of attrition and just burn out the Russian military. And this was a Reagan policy that occurred in the 80s. We overspent Russia, the Soviet Union at the time, on military spending, and we just brought them to a grinding halt. So this is this process of a war of attrition. So again, if you acknowledge those important facts, the United States oligarchs don't give a damn about the Ukrainian people. So all these 
people putting up the Ukrainian flag thinking Biden or the U.S. oligarchs care about Ukrainian people, um, it's actually uh, completely false. The U.S. oligarchs would like to see, they don't care how many Ukrainians die, or for that matter, how much Russians die, but the goal is to weaken Russia and why. All right, so let's go back to understanding this. The goal is really the NATOization of Europe. That's what comes out of the strategic concept document. The goal is to NATOize Europe. So one must really ask, is NATO a threat to Russia or is Russia a threat to NATO? So we really have to ask this question, all right? So that's the fundamental issue. We're seeing the NATOization of Europe. So this article that came out in Stars and Stripes, it says it, and this just came out, this was a couple of months ago, more than half of the 90 U.S. howitzers, uh, howitzers are bound for Ukraine now delivered. And look what it says here. The minister said, learning the Western systems, uh, Western systems, this is in Ukraine, represents a step toward his goal to integrate, this is the minister of NATO, to integrate Ukraine into NATO de, fact, de facto. Okay? So the goal of setting up these arms, the goal of Ukraine is to integrate Ukraine into NATO. Gradually, this will ensure full compatibility of the Ukrainian army with the armies of NATO countries, which will become a significant reinforcement of the eastern flank of the alliance, he said in the statement. Three months ago, this task was considered almost impossible, but thanks to the courage and the professionalism of the Ukrainian soldiers, everything has changed. Let me translate that. What that means is we went and fucked with Russia so we could use Ukraine to make it part of NATO. That's what it really means. And this has been the U.S. policy to engage NATO, to engage Ukraine, to become a part of NATO. And so if you look at this policy, let's look at the timeline of this. What you're seeing here is NATO expansion. Let me, in fact, go to this slide here. This is, what's, this is how NATO has grown. Okay, so in the 1949, Belgium, Canada, Denmark, France, Iceland, Italy, Luxembourg, Netherlands, Norway, Portugal, UK, US. This was NATO. And in 1952, Greece and Turkey came in. In 1955, Germany, Germany came in and Spain in 1982. Now, at the end of the Cold War, we weren't supposed to go east, really, of Germany, right, and definitely of Spain. So that was the agreement. We would not, NATO would not move east of these countries. There was not supposed to be an expansionism. But what occurred was precisely that, okay? the Czech Republic and Hungary and Poland were added, then Bulgaria, Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania, Romania, Slovakia, and Slovenia, and then Albania and Croatia, Montenegro, and most recently, Northern uh, North Macedonia. So if you look at it, um, these were the original countries of NATO. And literally since 1997, all of these other countries from Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania, Poland, Czech Republic, Slovakia, Hungary, Romania, Slovenia, Croatia, Montenegro, Albania, North Macedonia, and Bulgaria were all added, okay? Now, Belarus is still very close to Russia, but look what's remaining here, Ukraine. And we have to recognize, if you look at the serious history of Russia, Crimea was a, always a part of Russia. Khrushchev brought in, uh, who was a premier in Ukraine, but he, in order for him to become the head of the Russian state, he did this agreement to bring Crimea as a part of Ukraine. It was a political move, but the people in Crimea are Russians and, and, and Putin is right about this. So when you look at this, this is where we're at today. So if Russia is here, here's Germany over here, okay? And we have literally moved to all of these countries now, which were never ever, the promise was they would never become part of NATO. So you're literally on the doorsteps of Russia. And more recently, Turkey, which is part of NATO, was fine with Sweden and Finland also joining. So basically, from Russia's standpoint, the border was supposed to be over here. This is sort of what you know the US oligarchs did with the Native American Indians, but you've essentially now surrounded Russia here, and the remaining prize is Ukraine, all right? So let me make sure that makes sense to everyone. Again, the goal was in 1991, we would not move east. We've not only moved east, east, but we've added all of these countries and the last piece of Western U.S. oligarch imperialism is Ukraine. And again, as the conference just said, the goal is to use Ukraine to weaken Russia. All right. So I hope this is the background. Now, 
what I wanted to share with you today is someone, Dennis Shields says it, you poke the bear, you get bit. And by the way, Dennis, Russia has been very, very reserved because they could have moved into Eastern Ukraine five years ago, but they didn't. They were hoping the Minsk agreement would get signed, which means the province of Luhansk and Donetsk in the Eastern province would become a federated state. So they didn't have to secede. They're willing to sign the Minsk agreement. The United States didn't want that. They want to have use Ukraine and the Ukrainian people to weaken NATO. All right. So now the reason for today's breaking video that I wanted to do was to really impress on people what is going on in the last week. Okay. That has me and, and it should get all of you very, very concerned because going back to Lloyd Austin saying, you know, we want to weaken Russia and this stupid uh, Fukuyama saying, oh, you know, there's no threat of nuclear war, you know, take my word for it. So it's supposed to take the word of one political scientist that don't worry, nuclear war can't occur. Therefore, we can keep pushing Russia. And maybe the U.S. oligarchs feel like this because if you look at this diagram, that is in fact what they've been doing, right? For the last how many odd years, if you look at this timeline, go back to this timeline, we have been pushing Russia. All these other countries, which were never supposed to be part of NATO, were added. So we violated, in many ways, Russia's sovereignty, okay, by violating that agreement. And now, if you look at it, by the way, the blue here, this map's a little hard, the white is the ocean. The blue represents all the countries where all these missiles are essentially pointed at Russia. So you have in Italy, we have a, a main base in Hungary, in Slovakia, in Poland, in Lithuania, in Latvia, Estonia, Netherlands. So you really have to ask, this is a NATOization, and also in Turkey, this is a NATOization of Europe. And here's Russia over here. So who is really threatened? Is it Europe or is it Russia? Because little by little, we've added all of these countries, meaning we, meaning the United States oligarchs, and, and this is what Russia, Russia feels threatened, okay? So let's now go into, so now I'm going to walk you through a bunch of points that everyone should con get concerned about that is literally what's occurred over the last probably 10 to 12 days, okay? All right, let's go through that. First of all, Russia is now on nuclear threat alert, at the highest nuclear threat alert. They've had multiple, multiple nuclear exercises among their population in case of a nuclear war. So they're taking it very, very seriously. Yeah, someone just said, um, Lloyd Austin is another New World Order puppet. No U.S. official, especially a U.S. Defense, Defense Secretary, should ever be allowed to work for a defense contract like Raytheon. Too much conflict of interest. Exactly. But that's what happens, you know, revolving door. But number one, Russia is on high nuclear threat alert in its or within. The other thing is New York City is on nuclear threat alert. You know, I was one of the first people to share with you that New York City emergency management video, which you can go see. And that management video, if you remember, it's right out there, said it, it was literally a PSA video put out by New York City. The mayor, Eric Adams, defended. He goes, yeah, I'm concerned because of what's going on in Russia. But it basically is a video which says you should get inside, you know, get into a building, move away from windows, stay inside, shut the doors go to the middle of the building, get clean immediately, remove clothing. If you if, if you do get uh, showered upon with radioactive stuff, stay tuned, follow the media, et cetera. But this is an actual PSA that was put out by the New York Emergency uh, Department on what to do in the middle of a nuclear war. And this was just a week ago, okay? So New York City has told its public to be aware of a nuclear war, okay? So next event that occurred within the last 10 days, is that even in New Jersey, many of the malls are putting up signs about nuclear threat, okay? And apparently, if you read the fine print on those signs, it's coming from Department of Homeland Security. And this is a sign, for example, one of the New Jersey malls in Edison, New Jersey. Again, it says, get inside, stay inside. It's a pretty big sign, right? Radiation emergencies, what you should do. I really wanna ask, how many people have seen any of this being reported on Fox or CNN, anyone? Has anyone seen this being even reported that PSA announcements are going across New York and New Jersey in, in, that, uh, uh, that you could have radiation and nuclear war? Has anyone even seen this? You haven't. 
What we have seen is January 6th nonsense, Roe versus Wade nonsense, and still talking about this mass shooting, which without ever addressing the fundamental issues of gun violence in this country, which if you see our video, we go down to the roots of income inequality. That's where it's coming from. But bottom line is the United States public is being actually made to be dumb and stupid and ignorant by the level of media coverage and no one's covering any of this. Okay. Yeah. Someone said never saw a thing. Exactly. So thank you, you know, Sucker Carlson and all these people. They don't want to cover any of this. They want to head the United States, the American public to suddenly say, oh, my God, Russia is doing this. Therefore, we have to go start a major war with them. Therefore, we should nuke them. They're trying to make it appear. So when Russia does get very aggressive, which is what they're doing now in Ukraine, they're like, you know what? We figured out what the United States is up to, U.S. slash NATO. So we're going to go. We have to defend um, and completely take over Ukraine. So it's happening right now. And, and you'll see that. All right. So this is in New Jersey. Next, number four. So first of all, we talk about Russia's on nuclear threat. New York City's on nuclear uh, threat. You can go look at the video. It's out there. New Jersey malls are nuclear threat. Now, why is New Jersey important? Well, if you just do a little bit of research, you'll find out nearly 20, 20 to 25 different kinds of military installations and arsenals are in New Jersey. New Jersey is not some random place where, you know, there's uh, factories, okay? New Jersey is an important place. There's nearly 20 to 30 different uh, facilities for U.S. command and control. And you can just look it up by yourself. The next thing is for Zelensky and Ukraine are getting ready to hit Crimea. This is really important. Crimea was taken back by Putin okay, uh, and Russia because the Crimeans always wanted to be part of Russia and it was sort of artificially made part of Ukraine. And, and for Russia, it's strategic because it's one of their warm water ports out in the Mediterranean. All right. So, however, NATO to this day thinks Crimea is part of Ukraine. They've not recognized the sovereignty of Crimea. The people, 97% of the people in Crimea want to be part of Russia. All right. Again, well-documented. Again, the U.S. media will not cover this. All right. So what occurred over the last month is the oligarchs in the United States, the oligarchs under the United States through their puppet Biden, had sent long-range missile equipment to Ukraine under the quote-unquote, you know, notwithstanding clause that, that Ukraine would not fire into Russia. Well, about three weeks ago, Ukraine did fire into Russia. Again, U.S. media did not cover this. The net of it was it resulted in, in Putin. It, they called an extraordinary meeting of the Duma last week, and it said, at this point, all we're not going to be reserved anymore we got to completely obliterate Ukraine. Because think about this, Ukraine attacked Russian soil. And these are with the HIMARS, HIMARS missile systems, which are long range missile systems. So it has come out recently, last couple of days, that Zelensky is planning on bombing Crimea, Russian territory. All right, and what does this mean? This means that you're basically going to go provoke Russia, which means to start World War III, right? Because Russia will then declare war. Right now, Russia sees this as a special operation. They have not declared war on Ukraine. But Ukraine is getting ready to use those HIMARS equipment, which the United States gave to Ukraine to fire onto Crimea. That's what's about to happen. And this is why this is breaking news. And what does this mean? What this means is that the United States and NATO are actively now involved with their advisors in Ukraine. And why do I say this? Because look, these missile systems, you can't just operate. I mean, go try to do electricity in your home. Try to operate some, you know, uh, finally to an instrument in your home. It's difficult. And the United States and NATO, according to many reports, actually have U.S. and NATO personnel operating these long-range missiles for Ukraine. And those missiles are going to be fired. We don't know when, but in a short term, that's what the plan is to Crimea. And you'll see the evidence of that. So let me go over this. All right. 
So Zelensky, Ukraine are getting ready to hit Crimea. So Russia has ordered attacks on Ukraine's long range weapons. If you read this article, it says, responding to Ukrainian officials remarks saying, HIMRs allowed them to reach targets and annex Crimea. The Ukrainian officials have already said this. Former Russian President Dmitry Med uh, Medvedev warned of Judgment Day in response an apparent hit at Russia's nuclear weapons, okay? So the Ukrainian officials have already talked about hitting Crimea. So what did this do? And you're gonna see what happened is that Russia, evidence of this, and you can read this, if you do a little bit of research, Russia has already started moving its ships out of Crimea to, and I can't pronounce this exactly, Novorossiysk, okay? They've already started moving their ships. So, so why is this important? So if you look on the map here, uh, and by the way, here's another note also in the Australian news, Putin orders his warship to run away from Ukraine handed long range missiles. So here is Crimea right here, Sevastopol, is one of the major ports. This is Crimea. Here's Russia over here's U here's Ukraine. So Ukraine is planning on firing missiles from Ukraine right into Crimea, which is here. So Putin has moved his ships from Sevastopol over to Novorossiysk. Okay, so that's what's happened. So Putin would not be doing this because he doesn't want his uh, you know his his ships destroyed. But under NATO and United States you know, support, Ukraine is planning on firing these HIMARS missiles that the United States gave them into Crimea, okay? Very, very important development. And this is uh, nothing to be kidded about. Again, it's unfortunate that no one in the US media is covering this at all, all right? So that's the next important thing that's gonna occur. So we have all of these things. Now let me get to the sixth point. Again, this is within the last 72 hours, the Russian energy giant Gazprom has basically said that they can't assure in any way Germany and Europe that they can transport any more natural gas. Force majeure, some of you may know if you sign a contract, let's say I am a vendor and I sign a contract with you. Let's say I'm going to deliver some goods to you and we sign a contract. There is a clause in many contracts which is called the act of God which means, hey, if an act of God occurs, then you can't come sue me. So Gazprom, which is the Russian um, uh, main agency, uh, Russia's Gazprom, uh, it's basically has told, uh, and this is right in Reuters, uh, European buyers gas supply uh, halt is beyond its control. So what they've told Europe is, hey, look, um, the supply of gas could be halted tomorrow and it's not our fault. And they're saying that so the European countries don't sue Gazprom. And they have exercised their force majeure clause. This is very, very significant. And you can see right here, Russia's Gazprom has told customers in Europe, it cannot guarantee gas supplies because of quote unquote extraordinary circumstances, okay? And the Russia state gas monopoly said in a letter dated July 14th, four days ago, that it was retroactively declaring force majeure, which means they're setting it before on supplies from June 14th. Okay, the news come as Nord Stream 1, the key pipeline delivering Russian gas to Germany and beyond is undergoing 10 days of annual maintenance. Now, remember, think about no gas because that is a main pipeline. Germany and Europe uh, require that natural gas pipe. If there's no gas to Europe, what you're looking at is a pretty bad winter. And this is why France and Germany have been saying, hey, look, let's not push Russia to the brink. But the United States oligarchs don't give a damn about France or Germany. They want to use Ukraine as a theater to weaken Russia. Okay? That's, again, further evidence of that. Let's continue here. Okay? So that's Gazprom. Okay? And again, by the way, force majeure is known as an act of the God clause. Now, the next one is last week. So last week, some of you may have known... Uh, it's very rare. Imagine the, the United States Congress or the parliament in wherever country you are calling an emergency meeting of all the congressional people. In the United States, there's 454 Congress people. Well, all of the Congress people of Russia, known as the Duma, the lower house, were called into an emergency meeting, which means drop your vacations. You got to come back. And they all came back. 
they looked, they reviewed a number of very, very important bills. One of the important bills was a mandated conscription, mandated draft. It was sort of voluntary, but now it's become mandated in Russia. The other thing is they know they're going to need people. So they've also, um, the Russian Duma approves bill raising age limit for military personnel to 65. So this means Russia is getting to escalate the war in Ukraine because they're realizing that they've been playing with, you know, sort of gloves on. They're going to take their gloves off. And that's what Putin said. Remove all gloves. We don't care. Civilian, military, we're going all out in Ukraine. And this was this has occurred because of all the uh, pushing that's taken place. So this is another very important development. Finally, point eight. There was a coup in Ukraine against Zelensky. I don't know how many of you knew in the last 48 hours, Zelensky's own best friend who controls one of the uh, major uh, units organizationally, uh, there was a coup, okay? And you can see it, it was on the front page of the New York Post was one of the, it's a Zelensky fires top security chief over alleged treason. State security service said, Ivan Bakunov, a childhood friend of Zelensky's and former business partner and prosecutor, General Irina Vendetikova, were dismissed. Many officials within both departments were also suspected of treason. And it goes and say, as of today, 651 criminal proceedings have been registered regarding treason and collaboration activities. Now, what Zelensky in the last 24 hours walked this backward the original one said they were suspended and they were going to be indicted. And now it's changed. They were just simply dismissed. So Zelensky had a coup. And from all many of the policy experts, what's coming out of it is that they know that Zelensky is just a puppet of the United States. He's planning on doing this missile launch in the near future into Crimea, which is going to just escalate this war. And his own people are saying, stop it. So they had a coup, which he had to suppress. So that also just took place within the last 48 hours, okay? All right. Finally, Sandia National Laboratories is starting the production of the B-6112 nuclear bombs, okay? This is just within the last week. Sandia National Labs, which is in California or New Mexico, is one of the big labs. I think it's in New Mexico, I'm sorry. Lawrence Livermore is where uh, it's in California. But Sandia is where they actually produce nuclear bombs. So what has also come about in the last week is Sandia National Labs is going into full production of the B612 nuclear bombs. And here it is, B612 mini nukes made in America to be used in a nuclear first strike coming soon to Italy, Belgium, Germany, Netherlands. So they're being produced. Production of the B6 nuclear bombs begins. Sandia National Laboratory announced from the United States, okay? So, and this is a nuclear first strike capability. And they're going to be deployed in Italy, Belgium, Germany, and Netherlands. Again, have you seen anyone in the news media cover this? Has anyone covered that Sandia National Labs is starting to produce first strike nuclear weapons, not just sort of prototype in production? Okay. Someone says, thank you for sharing this knowledge. Well, one of the ways all of you guys can thank this broadcast is I need all of you for your own sake to become truth, freedom and health warrior scholars. We're building a movement, a bottoms up movement beyond left or right for working people to unite. That is a way, that's the only way out of this. We have a bunch of criminals running the world right now and the US oligarchs, and we should use that term, oligarchs, 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 not only the Russian, but US oligarchs. The US oligarchs wanna just have no competition. So imagine a bunch of competitors they see Russia as a last competitor and China that they need to get rid of. And that came out of the Madrid meeting that Russia is a major problem, a thorn at our sides. We got to get rid of them. And the way we're going to get rid of them is we're going to start a war of attrition using Ukraine. We don't get, give a damn about those people, but we're going to use Ukraine to completely weaken Russia. And that's what this is all about. That's the state of strategy. All right. And then finally, Here's a big one I just found this morning. Zelensky's wife is coming to address Congress this Wednesday. Zelensky's wife is coming to address Congress. There it is. So Ukraine latest Ukrainian first lady to address Congress. Why is Zelensky's wife coming to address Congress? This Wednesday, day after tomorrow, you have Zelensky's wife coming to address Congress. 
You can only speculate what that's for. Is it to win over the hearts and minds of the American public more with, through this manipulation to get ready to declare war? What is the purpose of Zelensky's wife coming to address? And this just came out today, just news today. So what I'm alerting everyone to is when you add up all these, how many other points I put forward here, um, all these um, 10 different points, right? Let me just put them all together here so you can see them all. Um, let me just put all of these points together so it becomes clear what's just occurred. All right, let me go back to this. Where am I here? Yeah, here we go. So if you add up all of these points, and let's go to this right here. If we really take a very objective look at all of these points, hopefully it's sort of common sense to recognize that, and this is all within the past week, just in the past week, Russia's on nuclear threat alert, New York City is putting out PSAs to be on nuclear threat alert, New Jersey malls have these nuclear threat alerts, Zelensky and Ukraine are getting ready to hit Crimea, Russian ships are moving away from Crimea, the fleet, to a different location. The Russian energy giant is getting basically saying, you know, we can't guarantee to de deliver gas to Europe, force majeure. The draft age has been extended to age of 65 in Russia. There was a coup attempt against Zelensky. Our own national labs are starting production of the B-6112 nuclear bombs, and Zelensky's wife is coming to address Congress this Wednesday. So there you go. So I want to emphasize to people that everyone's got to get their head out of their ass. Sorry to be so crude, but we need to recognize that share this video with your neighbors and those people say, well, everything is fine. You know, I had a friend of mine's uh, daughter, she's in New York. She goes, everything's fine. This is just nonsense. You're just a conspiracy theorist. Well, you got to wake the fuck up because where we are at today is that the United States working people in this country are being completely in a bubble. They have no freaking idea what's taking place in one of the most important strategic areas in Ukraine. And the media, left and right, is trying to make Putin look like the aggressor. When it is the United States and NATO, US, that has been the aggressor for the last 30 years, violating agreements because they view Russia as a major competitive threat. And you have to really ask, who is the threat? So the best thing I can uh, impress on all of you guys is to share this video. You know, it takes a lot to put all this information together. I took a vacation day today, but I just thought it was important to put this together. It's very, very important. And we got close to a thousand people viewing this live today, okay? Typically, you know, we have about 200, 300 people. So obviously people care about this, but it's really important. As you know, it is our movement, which is always predicts the future, which is always ahead. It is this movement that exposed the pandemic issue back in November of 2019, early January, long before the opportunists came in. It is this movement that really showed that the real issue with big tech is it's not big tech in our historic lawsuit, which no media covered. It is the governments of the world have a cozy alliance with big tech. Governments launder censorship. That was a real issue. It is this movement that showed there are real fundamental election systems issues. They're not Venezuela and China attacking us. That was done by opportunists on the right wing to make money selling election integrity. There are real fundamental issues. And I'm telling you right now that the real issue here, it is not some meanie Russia. It is not just Ukraine versus Russia. The United States oligarchs are using the Ukrainian people, using the American people by distracting them and using the Russian people because they want to basically run a war of attrition. And it is based on this thesis that there will be no nuclear war. Meanwhile, all of these billionaires have built their amazing bunkers. All of these oligarchs have amazing bunkers. Go look at some of their bunkers. They have, they have bunkers with TV and casinos literally built you know, in all different places all over the United States and South America, they can leave on their private planes. They don't give a damn about the American people. They don't give a damn about the Ukrainian people. They don't give a damn about the Russian people. This is about hegemony of the world and having total control, power, profit, and control. Every Monday evenings, we've organized our course. 
and we teach people the foundations of systems. Those of you who like this content know that you can contribute to this movement. You can, and I'm gonna sort of do the pitch because all of this stuff is done by volunteers. It takes a lot of effort to put this content together, but we're here to educate you, but it's not only education. Each one of you must become a warrior scholar, a truth, freedom and health warrior scholar. So you can help build a real bottoms up movement. The good news is we put together the course material, we put together the community, we put together the infrastructure, but we need to build a movement so all of you can start can start educating people. I'm gonna, before, uh, I have a couple more points I wanna make, but I wanna play you a video so it'll inspire, I just played you the inspiration video, but I wanna get very practical. Go to vashiva.com slash join and become a truth, freedom and health warrior or truthfreedomandhealth.com. Let me put up this other banner, you can go right here. As this is up, I'm gonna play you a video so you can understand all the things we put together for all of you guys to basically get the education you need and deserve. So it's not just myself doing this analysis, all of you can also connect the dots. So here you go. Hello, this is Dr. Shiva Ayadure. Welcome to VA Shiva, the platform of education, technology, and activism, so you may raise your consciousness to win the truth, freedom, and health you need to create the future you deserve. The VA Shiva platform provides its truth, freedom, health warrior scholars the following three capabilities. Number one, an ultimate education that is based on the science of systems. Number two, technologies to empower you to take charge of your health, as well as social media tools, independent of big tech, so you can connect with other incredible truth, freedom, health warrior scholars equally dedicated like you to winning truth, freedom, and health. Three, instruments for activism so you become a beacon of light in your online and offline community to educate others, growth, and advancement. VA Shiva provides you the foundations of the science of systems, the ultimate education. The science of systems provides you the missing fundamental scientific knowledge to understand every system in and around you. The science of systems will enable you to uncover the real problem and real solution in any situation and on any issue. Concerning the educational component, first you will receive direct access to me to learn the science of systems in my three-hour live private online group class that I run every week. Second, you will have access to archived lectures so you can continue your education independent of me. Third, you can test your proficiency in learning the fundamental principles and get a formal certification for the foundations of systems. Independent of this classroom education, you will receive also four important books. The first book is the best-selling classic Systems and Revolution from which you can learn all of these concepts and more. The second book is the science of everything that will educate you on how the science of systems is the foundational knowledge of every system in the universe. The third book, Your Body, Your System, focuses on how to understand the interplay of these systems within your own body. And then the fourth book, Your System, Your Life, will help you apply these principles to other aspects of your life, such as running a business, understanding relationships, and more. Beyond the curriculum and books, the second capability is the technologies that you will be afforded. One of them is a powerful Your Body, Your System software, which is an online laboratory where you can use your body as a system to further deepen your understanding of the science of systems. The tool allows you to understand what kind of system you are. Is your system on course or is it off course? And how the inputs of food, supplements, herbs, activities such as sleep, yoga, meditation, exercise can affect your body to bring it back on course. Finally, to support your education, I've also included a seminal scientific paper that I wrote which will help you understand that the knowledge of systems it does not only originate in the modern world starting in the 1920s and 30s, but it actually dates back 10 to 20,000 years and intersects directly with the foundations of Eastern systems of medicine. In addition to this, you will also get two scientific papers sharing how the science of systems can also be used to apply to understanding how food is medicine. One paper exposes turmeric from the molecular systems level and how it affects your body. The other paper explores ginger and how that affects your body. That's just the educational piece. As you raise your consciousness through this education, you will likely want to connect with other Truth Freedom Health Warrior Scholars in an environment where you can connect and build community. To support that, I've also created two powerful social media tools. One of them is a VA Shiva forum. Here you can start discussions, you can pose questions and meet others and have healthy debates. The other is VA Shiva social, where you can create your own profile, your own presence, like other major social media tools. However, it is independent of big tech. You can use VA Shiva social to interconnect with your fellow truth, freedom, health warrior, scholars, and build community. Beyond the education capability and the social media capability, the platform also enables you to take action by disseminating your knowledge on the ground and into your local online and offline communities. 
powerful educational cards and research are included so you can pass these cards to your friends and neighbors that provide them summarized content which further directs them to online research and education. In addition to this, the activism component also provides you many, many short one-minute educational video content, memes, and text allowing you to quickly craft messages for your Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, and other pages so you can deliver content to educate others and drive them to longer educational posts on VA Shiva. VA Shiva is fundamentally an enabling platform for you to get the truth, freedom, and health you deserve through education, technology, and activism. I hope you become a truth, freedom, and health warrior scholar today. Thank you. All right, everyone. So um, in summary, what we've covered today, and you can go look at this video again, you may need to look at it again. We've covered the origin since 1991, how the United States and NATO have violated their basic agreements post the fall of the Soviet Union with Russia and essentially expanded east of Germany. That's the first takeaway. Number two, we talked about the Madrid meeting that took place where it has been fully articulated, the goal is to weaken Russia and to use Ukraine as a battleground to do that. And that's what's in the subtext of everything that's there. The other things we just talked about were the eight items that I just covered uh, throughout the document here today. And those eight items are reflected in these eight points, okay? That Russia's on nuclear threat, New York City's on nuclear threat, New Jersey malls are on nuclear threat. This is all within the last week. Uh, Zelensky and Ukraine are getting ready to hit Crimea. Russia's moving its ships away from Crimea. There's going to be a serious issue with a major Russian uh, gas company has said they cannot guarantee gas to Europe. And then the draft has been extended in Russia. There was a coup against Zelensky. And it is a view of many policy people. This is by people who knows that Zelensky is basically used as a puppet and they don't want to see Ukraine get destroyed. And Sandia National Labs is starting the production of nuclear bombs, and Zelensky's wife is coming to Congress. Um, so that's what we put together. So all of those points, putting them together so you get a whole systems view, it is what is the purpose of a systems approach. Those of you, if you like this and you're new and you enjoyed what you saw and you want to support our ability to continue doing this, um, you can all contribute, and I encourage you to do so because you're not contributing to mainstream media nonsense, you're contributing to um, good you know, content, which is content. And if you go to vashiva.com, you can literally go there. If you don't wanna become a warrior and you just wanna support the movement, go down to this contribute button. And when you click on that, you can contribute $1, you can tr contribute $10, you can contribute nothing. But I encourage you to go there because one of the things that our movement is about is we're about service. So if you contribute something, we don't just want to take your money, but you will get other gifts. If you do $100 or more, you get books, you get materials, you get access to the course, you get a whole bunch of about 15 different gifts. If you give $25 to $99, you still get about 10 different, seven different gifts, okay? Or you can just contribute $1, okay? But the point is that we have infrastructure to run, and everything you give goes to running our own infrastructure. Every, everything you see here is supported by a bottoms up infrastructure and the goal is to build up a bottoms up movement beyond left and right. Those of you who are Democrats, those of you who are Republicans, those of you in the labor party, those of you in the conservative parties, just recognize that you're basically being used as long as you align yourself with any one of these parties. You need to break from them and we need to take a systems approach to really understand to see things as they are, not how you want them to be, to see things as they are. So that's uh, what our movement's dedicated for. So I hope all of you take advantage of that. And so in closing, you know, understand the relationship between truth, freedom, and health. Join the movement and you'll understand it more. Take the Foundations and Systems course and please join me 11 a.m. or 8 p.m. Thursdays for an orientation where you can come meet with me, we can discuss we can expand the conversation. Before I close, let me see if there's any interesting uh, discussion. Someone says, I have your book, I just need online access. What plan is that? Um, you simply just, um, if, you, uh, if you put your note up there, someone will get back to you, okay? Suresh, maybe you can contact the person and help them. Suresh is one of our, 
uh, warrior leaders. Um, let's see. Someone said I put my money on Dr. Shiva. Well, don't put my money, put, put the money on you and help yourselves. Um, I want everyone to learn from this. Someone said, are you still running for governor? So I was planning on running for governor, but I thought it would be hypocritical until the election systems are fixed. Some people want to write me in. Um, you were welcome to do that. Okay. But it's got to come bottoms up. We know, uh, as I've shared with you, what the issues with the election systems are. Um, uh, someone says, love your video on Malcolm X. Great. Malcolm X was a great, great human being, great leader. Um, someone says, Congress just stopped the money flow, but they won't because they are corrupt too. Yeah. One of the things, the other thing I want to let you know is uh, there was an airplane that was leaving from Ukraine to heading towards Bangladesh that was carrying 11 tons worth of weapons. The Ukrainians were shipping weapons to Bangladesh and it crashed in Greece. And the reports are that these were weapons that the U.S. government through its funding from the American taxpayers gave to Ukraine, people in Ukraine are selling, or the Ukrainian oligarchs are selling the weapons to other countries and making money off of it. And some of that money is being laundered back to the US oligarchs, okay? So just think about the nonsense that's going on. Um, you're welcome. Uh, become a truth, freedom, and health warrior. That's the best way you can... Uh, thank me. Frank says, education of a lifetime. Thanks for your info. You're welcome. Yes, don't forget the blockade. Yep. All right, everyone. I hope this is valuable. Again, become a truth, freedom, and health warrior. The only way out of this is it's great. You can watch the videos. It's great. We have the ability to share this. But the only way out of it is for you to get off your butts Go sign up, become a warrior, and let's build this bottoms up movement. That's the only way forward. Otherwise, we're just going to be critiques. But I'm about analyzing education, building a community, and taking action bottoms up. Be well, everyone. Have a good evening.